0: oh my gosh guys when's the last time i've been live you don't forget about it just watch the intro excited to talk about this what's up everybody? how are you doing? when is the last time I've done a live I think it was like October yeah I just I think I was just getting kind of feeling the uh like re- repetition of it like I wasn't really like yay so I needed a break uh so I decided i'm I'm gonna do lives for really special occasions because I get super overwhelmed. <laughs> but I'm really excited. I've got a lot to say about this. Uh, welcome back to Comics and Cosmetics Live. I am your host, Danny Sonsi, licensed cosmetologist and registered super nerd and also, also proud, proud amputee who has a lot of amputee facts. I'm going to lay on you tonight. And also I live like in the heart of where the Cahokia nation was. I have family that are Choctaw. Uh, technically, uh, I'm Cahokia nation with my Osage background ish. <laughs> uh, so there's a bit of like a unique viewpoint I have that I'm really excited to deliver tonight so before we go any further please make sure you make that sacrifice to the algorithm overlords and smash the like button napalm that subscribe and ring the notification bell so you get notified whenever you're back with more nerdy news breakdowns and other stuff I can't shut up about uh but before, I ramble myself into another ditch. As usual, I need to bring on my fabulous accessory, my favorite guest, my nerd sister, my hashtag mini wrench girl. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Nicole
1: from the used and abused podcast. Red Five. reading everything. Hello. I am so glad I'm here. Well, one, I'm glad I got you out of your shell so we could do this like uh, (laughs) echo's happening are we doing something this was my 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 stance to you i'm like well what are we doing (laughs) because um, you and i were excited about this character
0: i'm so stoked and i have to hold on i gotta do something real quick um
1: just hold on okay Erin, hold on. Echo. I hope you guys enjoyed the
0: back of my hair. Uh, I worked really hard on it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's called pineappling. It's gorgeous. It's, she needs to teach me. It's. A, I'm going to. I'm totally going to. Um, I've got this backwards, and it's driving me crazy. Uh. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening, but I can't get my little thing in. Anyway. Better? No, because (laughs) I did it wrong, and it's driving me crazy. So maybe if I, hey, look (laughs) at that. (laughs) I have a mess on my hands, and I hope everyone enjoyed that. There we go. Perfect. Now I can smile with confidence. Okay. So, (laughs) pineappling. Pineappling is when you take all your hair and you bring it to, like, right here in, like, a ponytail, like a loose ponytail, and you take a satin scrunchie, and you just make a sloppy bun, like a real loose sloppy bun right there, and you sleep like that, and when you wake up, you have nice volume, and it, like, it saves
1: your hairstyle.
0: So... (laughs)
1: to try now everybody knows. i swear to
0: you i am stone sober right now i'm just very cringy <laughs> you're good you're good oh my god okay yeah aren't you just so glad you brought me out of my shell for me to yes. just be weird <laughs> absolutely okay nicole for those who do not know you for some strange reason Please tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Oh, well, let's see. I am mini wrench girl to you. Part of the proud family of the red five network. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, TikTok when I check it uh, underneath peace, love Phantoms, I spearhead the red five reading a book club, which I'm so excited for, for tonight. So if you're interested in that, you can hit me, hit me up on red five reading on twix also known as twitter slash x um and heck, heck yeah i cannot forget to say i am one third of views and abuse and one half a piece love disney oh i think that that about kind of covers, kind of that covers it <laughs> a little yeah bit. i think there's always so much to say
0: when when you do these things and i always feel like i forget stuff so <laughs> i think we lost a couple of viewers when i was popping my teeth in.
1: That's okay. Come back!
0: Oh my gosh! And Dave has messed up my glorious Wonder Woman blanket in the background. You can't see it now, no. but it has been a big day of I internet know. adventures for Danny.
1: Did you see? Did you see your what I put in your feed?
0: Oh yeah! Supported by Wonder
1: Woman. Okay. See, I got you. So, sh- you've
0: always got me. Oh, I am yeah. never worried about you. <laughs>
1: Wonder Woman supported by Wonder Woman. If y'all don't believe me, check Twix.
0: (laughs) I have to say, I have to tell the interwebs live right now that earlier today, I posted a picture of Tiny, my co-host with the mo-host, resting his cute little head by my Wonder Woman Season one DVD set. And I said, Yeah, I get it, Tiny. I love Linda Carter too. And not only did she quote, tweet it, respond saying, I love you too, Tiny, but then she followed me. And I I just went, So picture this. I'm in my mom costume, okay, which is basketball shorts, a Marvel t shirt, and my hair floppy right here. And I just went, lumbering through the house because it can't really run (laughs) lumbering through the house squealing at the top of my lungs (laughs) it was all i could say i screamed it until squealed it um squealed Mm -hmm. it until i couldn't breathe anymore Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then i just fell down on the carpet in the living room and laid there like and my my 21 year old (laughs) son he's like You have loved Wonder Woman since before I was born. I'm like, I have loved Wonder Woman since I was born. Okay. (laughs) You don't understand. Like, this is huge. And then I decided, okay, I've prepped dinner. Like, the family will not starve while I'm live streaming. I will take my customary pre podcast nap. Mm -hmm. And I'm laying there trying to nap. Again, giant mom robe, hair flopped right here and i get alerts on my phone terry metallis showrunner for star trek picard season three writer director creator of 12 monkeys followed me on instagram and i was like well i'm not sleeping now (laughs) thanks terry metallis now i can't nap so pretty sure you had a good day (laughs) I. this is me on sheer adrenaline Will you fix that blanket? It's going to drive me crazy. Yes, so, she's it'll, her it'll, Wonder
1: please. Woman, please. Oh, I'm li- oh my God. Uh, it's
0: I, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it all day. It's very exciting. And uh, now I've just totally gone back to being the Michael Scott version of women podcasters. So, Oh, okay, no, you're, it's me. not about
1: that you're celebrating that's what this is about you're celebrating i, this I is am wonderful this there is now wonderful. we
0: can see Yay, Wendy bombshell wendy so let's get at it because we got a lot yeah. to get through yeah um, i am i'm very excited um before we really give our final like scores on this i'm gonna say on a scale of one to ten uh nicole and i are gonna kind of Try to go through the episodes as best as we can without getting too far off in the weeds. We all know I'm a leaf in the wind. I'm going to do I my have, best. I just,
1: uh, I've run off on tangents. and
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to do the best we can to not only kind of tell you about the episode, what we liked, what we didn't like, so on and so forth. And I do, I have critiques. I have some serious critiques. Y'all know me. Okay. Nobody gets away scot-free. From my eyeballs so no you're
1: fair and and that's, <laughs> that is this is how you can do this is how you do it you're fair it's not true. all one-sided
0: very true I'm I try to keep an even keel when it comes to what I'm watching I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like and I make no apologies for that um Linda Carter, I am so sorry. I did not like Wonder Woman 84. You were the best, only great thing in that entire film. Thank you. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Had to be said. Let's say hi to the chat real quick. I'm, yeah. I'm, I haven't done this in so long. First and foremost, Roe was 4 Uh Borat's lesser-known cousin. Um, hey. all, it also... He's first, so congratulations. You win the prize tonight. We have Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Thank you so much. And Spencer from the Dingus Den. So excited. We've been talking about this for like two weeks, Spencer. I'm so excited he's here. Um, I think that's all we've got. Oh, oh. Hi. Did I see? Debbie! Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> Hashtag Hype Man Debo. Debbie has a new picture oh. of... She and I, and off screen producer Amy, and it's pretty great. And I wish I would have downloaded it to share it with you tonight. But okay, on we go. Now, the very first episode, first of all, Echo is a character from Marvel Comics. (laughs) That was super Midwestern. Yes, there we go. Yes, she is a character from Marvel Comics. Uh, in the comics she is deaf she is not an amputee but she is deaf she is of the cheyenne nation the blackfeet tribe uh, mostly in montana and her superpower is kind of like taskmaster she has photographic memory for reflexes people's movements and stuff and she can echo them uh, she's had multiple like she had a romantic relationship with Daredevil. I'm wondering how that works. Uh I'm thinking they had to communicate very tactilely. If you catch my penin there. Um mm-hmm. and after the during the during and after the the Phoenix song, Saga, when she took on the powers of the phoenix and became the phoenix's like Mm -hmm. avatar ish she goes back in time and she speaks with her ancestors and i was very glad to see that that aspect Mm -hmm. was brought into the show um but she is played by Alakwa cox in the (sighs) disney plus special presentation series who is deaf she was born Mm -hmm. deaf But also several years ago, she was in a car accident and she lost her right leg below the knee. And they actually used part of her story Mm -hmm. in the mini series to explain why Echo lost her leg. And I thought that was really cool too. Alakwa Cox is also a highly skilled and trained martial artist. Mm -hmm. These are all things that are super cool to me because I have the exact same amputation that Alakwa Cox does. And I did train in aikido many 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 moons ago when i was in shape and physically capable
1: with moonlight by chance
0: do a, well, maybe <laughs> it's
1: possible who knows
0: <laughs> but i can't help myself I, I'm sorry I was bad. for obvious reasons really anticipated the show this is the first time in history that a legit amputee has led a series and not as like the token cripple or something silly like nice. that and and yeah and, and never mm-hmm. like it i have brought this up many times but this is my favorite example the token amputee in lock and key that's all we know about him he's he's an amputee and he's always in shorts despite the weather to so that we don't forget he's the amputee it's very one-dimensional and that's very insulting to me So I was very excited to see that that was not going to be the case. And she was angry and it was well-deserved. And like, this is amazing. I'm so excited. So a couple of things, like I said, in the comics, Echo is of the Cheyenne Nation, not the Cahokian Nation. The Cahokian Nation is the largest of the Native American nations. Largest. Uh, It actually stretched down to the Gulf Coast all the way up to Minnesota uh, I believe even like all the way up through there from Missouri into uh, Indiana a little bit so it was quite quite large and actually the the absolute heart of Cahokian society is right where Nicole and I live (laughs) like that circumference is right there Uh, the background behind us is actually the cahokia mounds which were burial mounds and we're going to reference that because it's a big part of the choctaw creation Mm -hmm. myth but those those mounds are a big deal it's a sacred place it's a a national park and everything and it's located in collinsville but there's also a town named cahokia illinois like it's cahokia culture choctaw culture very well known in kind of our part of the world with a lot of people. Um, so that was really wild. I was surprised that they didn't show it more like Midwestern. I was like, that was weird to me, but whatever,
1: I'm right because they did wild. out of Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. they did do it Oklahoma and that's predominantly Osage, but there's Cahokia Nation there too. but mm-hmm. that's cool. Anywho, very excited, that was the first thing that was changed that she's no longer Blackfeet. Uh, In Montana, she's Choctaw and in Oklahoma. And she's an amputee. And that very first episode was named Chaffa. And Chaffa in the show is the first Choctaw woman. This is about Echo's ancestors, her Mm -hmm. lineage. She comes from the first Choctaw. Her lineage goes all the way, Mm -hmm. all the way back to chaffa this was a it was an okay episode for me um if i'm being personally honest i felt it it felt a little rushed um the editing was a little kind of like we'll throw this in there you know because it's been a long time since hawkeye's been out so I'll throw that in there and it was super rushed for me um and i had two big problems two big problems with that first episode One, and this is major for me, I mean, they're both pretty major, but I'm wondering how they've gotten away with this without catching flack. But they changed the Choctaw creation myth, like big time. Uh, The Choctaw creation myth was actually about two brothers, Chata and Chickasaw. And they went on to form the Choctaw and Chickasaw tribes. And it's, you know, they were... Un, in the other world, and the creator actually created them from these burial mounds. That's why we do them. It's part of the creation myth, or what? That's why the Choctaw, the Cahokia Nation did it. But they changed Chata and Chicksaw to Chaffa, to one woman. So I'm I'm curious why they did that because it's not like we do christian movies and change jesus well you <laughs> we can't do that
1: we we know that especially by the last episode they do a, a thing a dedication to this tribe because this tribe mm-hmm. helped out so i wonder if they got permission i would assume they don't know. Permission the thing. to like change this so it would be slightly fictional but yet at the same time honoring i'm i'm not 100% sure um, well
0: they were consultants. Right. So how that works is they write, they ask them questions. They say, Mm -hmm. hey, what is this? And they tell them, they're like, thanks. And then they go back and do something. Mm -hmm. They're not going to see that final product really until it's out. They're consultants. That's it. They're just, they're just asking them questions. So I'm just, I'm wondering what happened with that and why they did that. That was a big one for me. Like, it didn't feel like it was all that necessary. I get the whole, you know, the women who came before you. That, right. is, that is a very big deal. Um, part of my family is Indigenous. And it was, I wouldn't say drilled into our heads, but it was, we were comforted with the knowledge that we are never alone our ancestors are always at our back just think of the people who came before you you are descended from warriors survivors it's it's very important and it is a comfort to me so I get that but it's not just you know the women in my ancestry that that created me that are here with me there are men too and I get what they were doing But it just, it feels like a really big change to someone's religion and belief system. But that was my first issue. I did like that we get to see how her relationship with Kingpin was formed.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: That, that I really liked, like. How did that make you feel like knowing who Kingpin is, but watching his tenderness with Maya? Like, what did what were your thoughts?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, it was slightly changing. It was just like, I don't know, maybe it's because they kind of start softening the, what was to come, though and preparing our hearts because um Mm -hmm. let me tell you i was in tears at certain points of this series uh both in the first episode and into the last uh episode and uh, we got even some good stuff on kingpin that made me go oh okay you know and and i thought that was also really good that they showed us this because if you did not watch daredevil and if you did not know about kingpin you got a little bit more of that too
0: good so. point and and you had an excellent point when we were chatting about it said it's important like, oh that we remind people what the spotlight is what the spotlight <gasps> yes. presentation is yeah,
1: this was different yes spotlight right. presentations
0: are they're um in a bubble so to speak They're supposed to be, they are part of the greater MCU, but with the spotlight presentation, it's a character driven drama that should be self-contained to the point where you don't have to be completely aware of everything that's going around, going on in the greater MCU or what has happened in greater MCU, because this is a character driven drama and they'll tell you what you need to know. Right. And th- they did do that with, with mm-hmm. Kingpin, I feel. Um, can I just say, super loved it when he beat the tar out of the ableist that made the little yeah. girl sad. Okay. Yep. I can't help it, but see myself in <laughs> in in Echo. Okay. I went to Catholic school. <laughs> I, she's walking out with her prosthetic leg in her catholic school uniform and she's telling the ice cream man that she wants this ice cream and he's like <sighs> like yeah. instant rage yeah. and yeah. he gets that and he's like come here mm. and just whips the crap out of him and she walks up to the alley like he had said you know by the way uh if it's not clear this is a full review of echo okay so spoilers Spoiler alert. Are everywhere. <laughs> don't watch this if you haven't watched it yet. But he's in the alley. He says, Hey, bring me a new jacket. I don't want Maya to see me like this. He turns around and she's standing at the mouth of the alley. And he's like, Don't be scared. I and before he can even say anything, she walks up and she kicks him with her fake leg. And I was like, You kick him. Kick him. <laughs> I was okay with that violence. I was okay with it. Um, but the other thing that really bothered me, and hey, Ubaldo, what's up? Um, Thanks for showing up. The other thing that bothered me, and I do have references. <laughs> I do have references. Okay, so let me get us in the right layout here. That's not at all. Okay, so it is the fight scene with daredevil and they kept saying it's a totally uncut six minute first of all i've timed it it's a minute and 45 seconds that she she's actually fighting daredevil and it may be uncut it may but there were scenes there were part of this scene where maya would disappear from view and it would have been very easy to switch her out with a stunt woman which they did and it does upset me because alakwa cox has said through the whole show that she wants to do her own stunts it's very important to her and i know why it's important to her it's the same reason it's important to me we need to show what amputees can do there's a lot of misinformation and lack of information lack of important information
1: about amputees um so much so that lack of real representation real representation exactly
0: and that leads me to something i i've wanted to say um first of all representation for representation's sake is not representation that is empty that is shallow that is an empty shell that is virtue signaling that's you saying look what a great guy i am i put this disabled person on tv no it needs substance it needs depths dimensions it it needs to fit so and i'm sorry i'm not sorry if you don't see the need for representation then that's probably because you don't need it you've got it you don't know what it's like to grow up in a world that was not made for you and Be told by everyone around you that these things are not possible. Well, did anyone specifically say that? Yes, they have. They've specifically said that, but you're not seeing yourself reflected anywhere else. So it does make you feel like an outsider. It does make you feel like a space alien. I am working on the Belgium Project, as everyone who subscribed knows. I'm conducting a study myself on amputees. So if you're an amputee, Um, please go to my about page and reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. Every amputee I've spoken to has said the exact same thing. You don't feel human anymore. You don't feel like you're a part of the human race. And part of that is because we do not see ourselves reflected in culture at all. We, We are a small part of the population, but we are a part of the population. And so seeing amputees just being normal people, in a TV show. Is extremely important. It's extremely important. Um, and so my problem. Came from. The fact that. Um, there was. Certain things. That were not represented correctly. In this show. And I can imagine. Because we all know. Alakwa Cox. Is not in charge here. She's, she's not in charge of of what goes on in the show she is the actress so she doesn't get final say in anything and I guarantee you someone such as she is these things would be important to her as well but they sat and told us that this is her she's doing this all herself go team but I am here to tell you as someone who has a leg exactly like alaquacox. Okay. Those are some of my legs right there. This is the, the one here on the far right. That is the last leg I had before I got this one. That right now it looks like I have Muppet cellulitis. <sighs> but the foot shell, which is the actual foot there, it goes over an exo shell or an exoskeleton that they actually show in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, there, It's exactly like alaquacoxes. It's even the same color. Because they only make it in one color. Canary yellow. Like nobody's represented. Not even white people in prosthetics. So. And this is a bottom of a foot. When I've tried to force the toes and the ball of the foot to bend and flex. Um, pro tip. They don't. So this is where I'm driving with this. Okay, also, this is a team at Martin Bionics. But you can see my leg clearly. This is the first time I've ever been full-bodied. My knee needs replaced. So yes, I know it looks like sloth. But the right leg, just like Alacqua Cox's. We even have the same liners. It's insane. I'm very excited. Let's be best friends, Alaqua. Anyway, this scene with Daredevil, which lasted a couple of minutes, it starts with her kinda of running in. And you know what? How about we just watch it? Let's oh, see if I'm allowed to do that. So we'll I'm going just turn to down in... we'll yeah.
1: over, we'll ta- turn yeah, down the volume. We'll talk over. We'll turn down the volume. And you can walk us through this. So here we go. Okay. This is her fighting
0: hair definitely shows. La 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 Okay, still a L'Aquacox. This is still a L'Aquacox. Here right. comes Charlie Cox. I don't know how to... Oh, here we go. Look at that. Turn the volume He is so sexy. Oh, I know he is. Here we go. I didn't know I could turn the volume off. Okay, still a Cox. Notice she's gone. Okay, still a L'Aquacox. Pay attention to her right leg, please. Now she's rolled out of frame. Guess what? That's not a L'Aquacox. Watch that right leg and foot. Watch it. Watch it closely. Does that look like a titanium rod to you? No. Nope. Oh, that's not it. Prosthetic feet. Don't flex. And again, see that? She's pointing the toe. She's flexing it. She's bending it. Okay, there's Alacqua. She's come back into frame. Sees the gun. Here we go. Still Alacqua. All right. For... Several seconds here, it's still her. But in in a few moments, Daredevil is going to grab a shelf. See, that's not her. Do you see that? Do you see the toe?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've got screenshots and circles. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. But watch this. She's going to go up against this crate. Look at the foot. That is not a Cox. This irritates me beyond all measure. <laughs> it irritates yeah. me, and the and reason why yes the reason why is i don't know how to do things like remove that from the stage there we go is because they didn't even try to cover it up like i was talking to brian about this um who immediately i have to tell you the smart ass thing he said to me because i was like she's a trained martial artist what the (laughs) f and he said first of all watson she might be able a trained martial artist, but she's not a trained stunt woman, and she may not know how to pull her punches, so to speak, in the heat of a moment. Or she could get hurt, and then where would they be? I'm like, okay, maybe you have a point. You've worked in this industry, and no, I right. am not
1: Sorry, I fine. Give credit where credits due. Here,
0: right. However, they could have put the stunt woman in a green ankle brace. And then motion tracked it in post. Oh. I could have done that. I could have done that. You could have had you do it. But <laughs> it would, I'll do it. Watch me. <laughs> I believe but, in you. Do it. <laughs> but they didn't even put her in a brace. To They didn't even try to make it look like an amputee was fighting. As an amputee who studied martial arts. You have workarounds. You're going to use that as more of a brace. For stability or a cudgel or you're going to use it for momentum mm-hmm. there are ways around it and you would definitely be able to tell that that foot is not bending okay so this is the scene I was talking about where it comes back to being her she's completely out of the frame and then you know daredevil pulls the shelf down and she's back in frame okay so then <clears throat> look at this Mm -hmm. that toe is flexed she's up on the ball of her foot not possible this is what happens when you do that
1: out i'm sorry that looks painful it's,
0: it's titanium inside this plastic here it's titanium it's carbon fiber okay it's carbon fiber the the ankle is titanium i'm so sorry This middle section between the socket and the leg and the foot, that is titanium. Inside the foot shell is carbon fiber. It bends a teeny tiny bit, just enough, just enough for shock absorption pretty much. This is the big one. Look, that's mm, there. See that? How bent that is? That is not a prosthetic. That is absolutely not a prosthetic. That is not a prosthetic. That's upsetting. That upset me. Because here we have this huge opportunity. This huge, huge, huge opportunity. And you straight up replaced the trained martial artist amputee with an able-bodied stunt woman, And I was like, I rewound it and watched it again. And I could hear Dave gulp. Cause he was watching it with me and I just burst into tears.
1: Like he knew he was like bracing himself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause he knew he knows better than absolutely everybody. How excited I was for this and what this meant to me. Cause it's coming out right when I'm doing this project. And So I was telling everyone at Martin bionics. I was telling everyone at the amputee coalition. I was telling everyone on my amputee Facebook. Book groups um guys check this out isn't this awesome and f- first big fight scene first episode they didn't even try to make it look like it was an actual amputee fighting so disney call me marvel if you need a, if you need a consultant that you know you can't sneak behind them and you know change plans where they can't see your mouth moving and understand what you're doing call me because not cool anywho (laughs) those were my really big complaints with the entire show really was oh let's move on to episode two (laughs) wait so episode two um is another one of her ancestors, Echo's ancestors to lock. And this actually takes place down in Alabama, which confused me. And I texted you and I was like, why is it in Alabama? Because um center of Cahokia is up here. Like, what's up with that? Well, I learned a very valuable lesson, and it's always Google first. <laughs> um Yes. Hey, Truth. What's up, Marian? Uh Always Google first. But the Choctaw Nation did go down towards Alabama and Mississippi. And I think the reason why they showed Taloc in Mississippi is because they found a lot of Choctaw Cave paintings down there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that's why they included that. So that's cool. But I liked her. I liked Taloc. She was really, really cool. And that game, I meant to look up the name of the game. But the game is actually played by many, 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 many indigenous people in the United States. It's a big deal. It's it's still played quite a lot. Uh, I've never played it. My cousins have. And they're vicious. Anyway. um, Scully. I love Graham Greene. Big shout out to every single actor in this show. I love Graham Greene. Graham Greene. His name is a tongue twister, Tantu mm-hmm. Cardinal.
1: Oh, I was so excited for her.
0: She's wonderful. She's because absolutely wonderful.
1: I remembered seeing her in Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman, and as soon as oh. I saw her, I was like, "Oh, yes, that's is Cardinal!" Like I was so excited to see her on the big screen, and I got to nerd out out about her again. Like it was mm-hmm. just, and then I could totally see her as Tulula, and I loved her in this. Oh role.
0: yeah, she's uh, she's great. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. and graham
0: green graham green is yes. like
1: uh he's, he's... adorable can yes. we talk about how adorable and cute and then how adorable even when we get to the last episode we'll have to like so know, him and over those two again
0: <laughs> <laughs> dallas Goldtooth, um dallas gold if you guys have seen reservation dogs that is one of the best show, comedies, really, to come out in in several years. Uh, Devery Jacobs is in it, also. She's one of the stars, and Dallas Goldtooth plays plays the spirit guide for one of the kids, and he is so funny. <laughs> he's he's always like sitting there. It, I can't, I can't. It would, I just can't. Just watch Reservation Dogs with Dallas Goldtooth. Follow him on on TikTok and YouTube because he's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I can't. It's <laughs> He makes I can't. Just shut up, Danielle. Anyway, um Dallas Goldtooth, uh Devry Jacobs, all fantastic Vincent D'Onofrio. This man he spins gold when he moves his mouth. He's he's so wonderful and he did such a good job of Of playing Kingpin, so complex. Mm -hmm. He was very good at making her, making that character very complex. Mm -hmm. And he, oh, enough said about that, Vincent D'Onofrio. But
1: cannot forget Cousin Biscuits, Biscuits, Cody Lightning. He was hilarious. And and the moment I have, I know I'm probably skipping ahead, but the moment when he was pulling up in the truck. And he sees Cholula, and you can see him, mm, and she's, a mm, and I am. He, I was dying of laughter. I was laughing he, so hard, biscuits, my stomach. I could feel the pain in my stomach. Because biscuits he
0: reminds was, me. They of,
1: were hilarious together.
0: Of my cousin, he reminds me of of my cousin. And hmm? Every, everyone around here has got a cousin like that, and he named his dog Billy Jack. <laughs> anyway. um... And I'm wondering because Willie Jack was a character in Reservation Dogs. I wonder if that. I don't know. Probably not. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> just being cringy again. Um, so Graham Green plays Scully, who owns a pawn shop. And he is Chula, uh, her grandma's her grandma's uh, ex-boyfriend. And this. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard. I actually texted Brian and gave him my Disney Plus login so he could watch it. How does he not have it? Um because Schmizzy was a dick to him, so he's like I'm not giving them money. So I don't blame him. Anyway, <laughs> you you fired me unceremoniously for stupid reasons, so no, I'm not going to pay you 7.99 a month. Um anyway, when she gets her prosthetic damaged by the train, by the way, how awesome was that scene of her launching off the train onto uh, yeah, that Biscuit's was so truck? Cool. And
1: yeah, I These
0: really biscuits. think Biscuit's peed himself <laughs> when that was happening. Like, why wouldn't he have that? That was that was a Peter pants moment. I peed my pants when Linda Carter followed me today. I'm not gonna lie about it. It's <laughs> the thing that happens. It was excited. Anyway, <laughs> she damages her prosthetic. Those things are titanium so that uh, clearly that train was fully capable of smooshing it. So she gets her legs smooshed and she goes to her grandma's old boyfriend at the pawn shop and she's like, I need you to fix this. And he does this quick repair job swapping out titanium pieces, aluminum bicycle parts. (laughs) let me tell you a story about how no absolutely not yeah, he's and it's like, not nope, something you can no nope. no no and it's not something you could just whip up in a few <laughs> minutes with some ooh, some doodads and some who's he it's what just not it, possible <laughs> like yeah no i've macgyvered some some shit man in fact In fact, the best MacGyver I've ever seen is right here. You see that black thing that my hand's pulling up? Yes. That is actually the tongue from an Adidas Samba. Oh, wow. (laughs) Dave did that for me to because it was pinching really bad. Mm -hmm. So that was my custom Adidas Samba leg. But that's that's really the best you're gonna get. Like this leg is something that can be kind of worked on if you have parts. But that titanium part at the bottom that in between the socket and the foot shell there, that's titanium. And do you see all those little holes, those knobbies? Mm-hmm. Those are all different Allen screws, all different kinds. You are not going to swap that shit out. For aluminum bicycle parts, like this stuff, this is heavy duty, man. This is heavy duty equipment. And for someone like Alaquacox and myself, we're considered, there's different levels to your activity as amputees. Uh, a level zero is sedentary. Um, a K4 is a professional Olympian. I'm a K3 and a half. Okay. I am not athletic anymore. Like, let me just make that very clear. That just means I use my prosthetic all the time, all of the time. I'm on my feet a lot. I did hair for 20 years. i was on my feet a lot. Um, And Lackaw Cox is well, she's probably a K4, like straight up. So someone who's that hard on their prosthetics, And jumping around and doing stuff like that. Do you honestly think an aluminum hollow pipe right there is going to not crumble as soon as she does something? Like, what were you thinking, Schmizny? What were you thinking? And then they, you know, her foot shell gets all torn up and who's he, what's it? And then they show that he's curved her endoskeleton for her foot. Like, you can see it when she's sitting on the roof in that second Mm -hmm. episode. That foot is like, it's like this. It's like curved like this. And I'm like, how is anybody supposed to walk on that? Like, how is anybody supposed to make it two feet without falling on their face? That doesn't make sense. Make it make sense to me. And why they had the foam in between them. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's no Disney. Absolutely not absolutely not that was uh, that was just painful like no 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 it's gonna take you like days to to finagle anything with a prosthetic promise you i promise you but i i love graham green and i thought he did an amazing job with his character I love that they all learned ASL.
1: That was really
0: cool too. Love like, that,
1: and they learned it from um, what's her name from Eternals? Her husband, like the husband or whatever from Eternals. I'd heard about that. That fun fact. Um, who the husband from a e- uh, wait what? No, the oh Makari. Yes, thank you. Did I do yeah. her? right
0: She's super cool, and her name is escaping me right now, but she is a very, very lovely person. Um, my mom was a deaf communications interpreter when I was very small, so I was very lucky in that regard.
1: Was um, it Lauren Rid- Ridloff? McCarty. Lauren Ridloff. Yes. Ridloff. That's it. That's yes. it. yes. Ridloff. Yes, when I heard Thank about you. that, I was like, okay, that's a really cool, fun fact that they, and they do know. that thing
0: that, that most hearing people do when they use sign language, they they pause when they talk and while they're gesturing. And I but it was still it was good for them. And especially um what's his name? Chask. Uh her Henry, her cousin, her other cousin or that ran the rolling roller rink, Harry Mm -hmm. Henry, Henry. Trevor one. He he really understood the language of sign language. I think best out of everyone because it is a different language there's a lot of qualifying words that you don't use you don't say the you don't say is or anything like that there's no sign for that at all mm-hmm. <clears throat> and your face has the tone like you you're very animated expresses caricature version of facial expressions when you are signing, you know, there's there's different ways. So mm-hmm. he really right. seemed to understand that best. and that was very, very, very cool. I felt like Alaquacox really, really, really did a good job with being able to see the pain in her eyes. Yeah, And honestly, that's something that a lot of disabled people and amputees deal with. That you don't realize. Um, for instance, it takes an amputee eight times the energy just to simply walk as it does someone with two legs. So we're always tired, and then there's always something pinching or rubbing or pulling, and nothing's comfortable. It's just constant pain. And then you have secondary conditions like knee, hip, back problem, like arthritis and degenerative disc disease, and all this other stuff. So there's always some some. Some amount of discomfort and physical pain on top of the fact where the way you feel about yourself is totally different. Uh, losing a limb is like losing a parent or a mm-hmm. spouse. it's It's a type of grief or mourning that you never get over. Uh-huh. And it gives you a, a pain inside i don't know how else to describe it but it is a pain that you can just see behind the eyes and you can see that with her i i really really loved that yes they used an actual disabled person for this because no one else can nail that right this is how i feel you know what i mean i
1: like of course not really but well and i remember like early when i made that comment about having representation but this is what i meant like actual person not like we're saying and then we're going to get an able body to do it Mm -hmm. no really actually doing it and they did it for well mostly yes okay minus that like 10 to 20 (laughs) percent that way but Um, it makes a difference
0: it does it makes a really really huge difference because every time you see the the disabled character or the amputee character. They're such an inspiration and they're always so positive and uplifting and they're just happy about being an amputee. No, (sighs) we're angry and we're tired and we're sore. Okay. So we're not exactly always in the best mood. So I love that. Like look at on the overlay, that look on her face, that stern, hard look. Mm-hmm. that was important they portrayed her as angry and in pain mm-hmm. yes yes she has a lot of hurt in her past she is she's not just gonna be cool with it you know um for me it was the best some of the best scenes um the arcade the roller rink when they're at the roller rink oh my gosh which,
1: that, part, which one? Wait, which episode are we talking about? Like, I think we're on to one? number
0: three, which was, um, why can't I find the name of the episode? But the third episode was Is, when she after her
1: mom to to Luke to
0: no to Luke to Lola that was four um
1: oh Lola
0: was oh
1: sorry I was getting ahead to t t k l o tuco two Tuklo. Tuklo. So Tuklo. Um
0: she was the young the young Choctaw woman who wanted to be a light horseman like her father. She wanted right. to be a warrior. And they're like, No, no, I no, no, no. Loved
1: the opening. That was me. Yes.
0: I love that the opening it shows each one and it shows them using that gift that they have passed on yes. through the generations. I liked
1: that. To Echo. I don't- not everyone may not appreciate that, but I appreciate it going through the various stages. Like the, I just love vintage and I love the aesthetic. So I really appreciated it.
0: Yes. And I love how. It just, they all lined up to kind of what she's dealing with as well. Oh, hello. Well, I hope you subscribe. Hope you have a good time. We're talking echo today. So beware, there's going to be some spoilers. And I'm being a little blunt, (laughs) but yeah, thank you. Thank you for my very unique name. Uh, My boyfriend actually came up with it. Don't tell him he's, his head's big enough. (laughs) Anywho, um, I love that each episode starts with um, a, a, a backstory about one of her ancestors, because that is the foundation of, of Native American life where you came mm-hmm. from, they're always with you and you know, what they have blessed you with.
1: Right. So I
0: really enjoyed that. And then the fight at the roller rink, first of all, can we all appreciate how Kingpin's <sighs> ringtone on Zane's phone is in a New York minute.
1: <laughs> in a New York minute. <laughs> Oh, god! Oh, that was and,
0: good. <laughs> but the fight that was 100 percent her and it was badass like uh-huh. she kicks that dude in the face with that prosthetic and it busts his face open and blood goes everywhere i'm like that's what would happen <laughs> use it use it um if we have time today we'll tell you a funny story about when i was uh practicing martial arts very funny why I finished practicing martial arts, but that whole scene was absolutely phenomenal. Um, She nailed it. She really sold it. I really, really loved it. But I think the best thing in the entire series for me was when her mother's spirit came and spoke to her standing in front of the, powwow costume.
1: Oh that, that's in uh fight, the fifth episode.
0: Yeah. That was in the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So in the fifth episode.
1: Sorry. So it's okay. I mean, I'm like, getting
0: I agree with you. That's <laughs> so, one of my
1: favorite moments too, that being said. But can we talk about that her, fight though? I want to go back. Yeah, Vic, go back. That little snake, anyways, he had karma written on, He was coming. Dude. Dude. When that moment happened, I'm like, I like horror, but I was like, dude, that that and this is why I got MA right there. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was like, all the stuff. You
0: gotta love a good <laughs> bash someone's face in at the roller rink.
1: Wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I so good. Yeah.
0: so good. Um, but when we get and that was. That in that episode, in the fourth episode, which was named Toloa after Echoes Maya Lopez's mother, mm-hmm. we learn that when Chula had her, there were severe complications. But her family right. took her out of the hospital because the hospital's like it's in God's hands now, and the family's like, well, if that's the case, we're going to take her where we feel most comfortable, where we can speak to God. So they right. took her out to the okay. woods, and she said she felt the ancestors come and speak to her and tell her that this baby is special and she's a healer. So when she gave birth to Taloa, she was, she was a healer. And we see echo with the wood, she knocked the woodpecker out of the tree. But as a little girl, you know, she's like, I didn't mean to hurt it. I just wanted to see if I could hit it. And she's like, okay, well, what did we learn? Yeah. Rocks hurt things. So she asked the mom if we could fix it. And her mom said yes. And then she put her fingers on her, on the woodpecker, like this, and it brought the woodpecker to life. And this is where we learn that in Choctaw beliefs, the woodpecker is a messenger. All birds in Native American beliefs um, believe that birds are messengers. Mm -hmm. Um, My family believes that if there's one in the home, someone is going to die. If you see an owl, someone's going to die. So we don't like looking at owls. <laughs> like, no, no, thank you. No, no, scary. Um, but the Choctaw believe they that the woodpeckers would warn them when danger was coming. And we've been seeing this woodpecker all through the entire series. And then we see Taloa heal one for Echo. So she had this shamanic magic to her that were passed down from the ancestors Mm -hmm. and then in episode five which is named maya because here we've we've started with chaffa and we've gone all the way down the line to maya um maya actually sees her mother at their old house Mm -hmm. standing in front of this costume that her grandmother had made for her and
1: i love that that was so beautiful
0: the mom tells her that you are just the current in a long line of people. You come straight from the very first Choctaw. And that's, that's something that we are taught, that mm-hmm. it's not necessarily your story. It's the creator's story. Right. And you're a part of it. It's a beautiful thing. You're a tapestry. It's, it's this beautiful thing. But it's also that you're never going to be alone. You're never going to be alone. There are so, so many gifts that you can gain from learning about your ancestry. I get a lot of confidence and comfort from knowing where I came from, knowing the people, the struggles that they went through for me to exist. I mean, it's just mind-blowing. And so her mom explains this to her. And she says that you have their cunning, their strategy, their strength. And of course, to Loa's empathy and and love. And she tells her that that exists in every stitch of this costume. And it's just, that got me. That, That right there got me. I get goosebumps just remembering it. But that that got me that brought a tear to my eye (laughs) that that's not done
1: easily yeah oh well this whole episode five was my favorite it was my absolute favorite because i feel like that's when the whole story we got really the theme of the whole a whole series at the end
0: like -hmm. it was building
1: up and then finally we got it not once but twice. And that's about healing and the importance to heal ourselves yes. and heal our hearts and, and things like that. And I'm, I'm like, I, I sobbed, I sobbed. That's like episode five had me sobbing, had me sobbing in other parts too, but it really did pull my heartstrings. Uh, this one the most, Oh, I want to back up episode mm-hmm. four. Yes. When, um, Cholula went to go see, um, to get the sewing machine oh my gosh i cannot forget that moment when she went to get the uh to get that sewing machine and he still had it um and then uh, didn't want oh, to die it. It. i'm like oh and then you're like because oh, you you. that's what i want because that's literally all i wanted i'm like can you two just get back together or i just want to do it um they're adorable they're adorable and they uh Then when you see this beautiful creation in episode five, I was just like, and then that moment, I mean, oh my gosh, like talking to your like ancestors and I'm like, oh, don't you just want to some days, uh, I'm going to share this. My aunt, uh, Lisa and I, so yesterday marked, uh, seven years since we, we lost my, my, uh, My dad's dad, uh, my Aunt Lisa's dad also. And she said, Man, I just wish I would talk to him. I want to talk to him. And of course, this is coming off the heels of watching Echo and me going, I know. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Star Wars thing here. I know, (laughs) you know, uh, because there are just days where we just want to talk to our loved ones that we that are they're they're just they're here now, you know, they're in our hearts and they're in our memories and they're
0: always with you.
1: They're always with us,
0: you know first of all tabitha i did say hi i did too i we waved at the camera i'm never ashamed of you stop it i haven't (laughs) even said a swear (laughs) um it that that aspect of the story was so beautiful Mm -hmm. and the connective tissue that brought them all together was this Mm -hmm family line Mm -hmm. and it's if you research any of your history any of your own personal family Mm -hmm. history you're going to hit a point where you're lucky to exist i mean we all are but think about native american and irish descendants
1: well i i scott okay i'm We got to do different stuff. It's all good. It's all good. But the the
0: Irish came here on things called coffin ships. They were unsanitary. There wasn't enough food. There wasn't enough clean water. 70% of them died on the three-month journey to the United States. 70%. That's that's great. Okay? And around the same time that the Irish are coming to America, the Mexican-American War is going on. So what they did was, as soon as the Irish got off the boat, they're like, hey, you want to be an American citizen, right? Well, follow me. I've got your ticket to that. And they put them on another ship, send them out to Mexico, and make them fight in the, Irish America, or the Mexican-American War. But my ancestors came from Ireland, then were put on that boat down to Mexico for the Mexican-American War. And luckily the guy just said, you know what, I'm kind of seeing where they're coming from. So I'm not doing this anymore. Put his weapons down, got himself a Mexican wife. And then boom, here I am. (laughs) There's, you go back in anyone's family history long enough. What I'm saying is that we come from survivors People, human beings are lucky to exist. We are blessed with this brief time we have on this earth. And for us to have gotten the chance to be here is huge. And that took a lot of people to make sure you were here. That is a very comforting thought. You shouldn't be afraid of anything because your ancestors went through everything to make sure you were here. They will never leave you. They're always with you. All you have to do is look back in your own family history and learn a little bit about them, and they will tell you everything you need to know to survive in this world. I promise you. And that was a huge part of the Echo series. And I was very excited about it. If you hear squeaks, it is my dog.
1: It's tiny.
0: It's Tiny and his daddy, he playing walks. squeaky toys, six feet from me. We don't have doors, so you can hear it through the
1: curtain. <laughs> um, he, but, I mean, he, just wanted to wanted us, you know, to know he was here.
0: Oh well, everyone should be proud of who they are. Everyone should be proud of who they are. Germany went through its own stuff, okay? Yeah, and Go I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> i always say i'm a typical midwestern mutt because everybody settled in the midwest
1: Like <laughs> everybody did ours came up through like the south through the appalachians and stuff at least on my one of the family sides we're still figuring it out on the other i side. had
0: my irish family my irish celtic m- amalgamation came this way and then my mexican and native american came here <laughs> and they just <laughs> met in missouri and made me fantastic um but another thing i really loved about episode five when she's talking with her mother is her telling her she's got to let the pain go yes time, oh my gosh. Time for the pain oh. to go and oh it just Ritz. she's standing there Cox is standing there and you can tell tell that she's really really feeling this and I know exactly uh we don't have anyone else on here to block that but sorry I got this um (laughs) you you um her looking up you can tell that she's feeling everything she has ever felt as a woman as a Native American as an amputee as a deaf woman and I felt that like she really really emoted that well it was a very powerful moment and to have the opportunity to speak with this her mother her mother's spirit and have her tell her I'm here to heal your heart and it's time to time to let the pain go and that was just I thought it was wonderful it was very beautiful but episode five was most certainly not without its action and violence. And we need that in this show. Um, I love how when she shows up for the powwow and she's yes. dressed in a costume and she joins everyone else. And you can hear the drums and you can hear her heartbeat and they're separate. But eventually they come into sync um i don't know how many of you actually know anyone who is deaf or know many things about deaf people deaf people actually really really love music they really do um it's not how do i put this they feel the vibrations of it they can feel it And when you're banging on a drum, you kind of feel that in your chest, in your heart, in your belly. So I love how they showed them syncing up because that means she was feeling the rhythm and knew when to move and put her feet. So that was a really cool little thing they put in there. But it also showed that she, it was, you know, a nice little metaphor for her reconnecting with her roots and her family
1: I know she is now
0: in sync with that
1: real quick I was thinking of that scene originally I was like man I'm surprised they didn't really do like really cool paint on her face and all that and then I thought about it afterwards and went no I don't want her to hide in plain sight I want Mm -hmm. her to have that strength and that courage to be there and to to you know like I am not backing down from you guys, you know, right. I love that. And so uh, again, originally that's I was like, why didn't she have the really cool, you know, paint and all that. Cool I
0: would have stuff? liked the handprint.
1: That would have been me. The face. But then I thought again, I'm like, but no, you can see her. She's in plain sight. And yet at the same time, not. And I, I just, and she's with her people. And right. I did, oh, and throughout the whole show, one thing I did like is the fact that they did give us silence here and there. Yes. We could understand, or yes, can, we can only hear the heartbeat. So we could understand the other stuff. I like mm-hmm. that. I really did like that.
0: Like when she uh, rigs the, the crotch rocket to go flying out of the window, everything's silent until ah. the bike connects with the cop car. It was like, yes. oh. I'm like ah!
1: <laughs> you the this section, show there, really real has quick. a lot of good stuff. If you're, it does have a, a lot of good game. stuff.
0: There are there are some great moments in mm-hmm. the show, um, but I re- I like how they they show that kind of metaphoric joining back in sync with with her community with her people, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and this last episode, these final scenes is when we really see how far of a departure the live action echo is from the comic books and honestly i like what they've done they've made her more unique in that way like i said in sorry my nostril really itches right now i just have to scratch it um in like i said she's her, her comic book self is is like taskmaster we already have characters like that in the comics. Why is she so much like Taskmaster? It's kind of unreal. So when they show that scene where they're in that, you know, building and she's confronting or Kingpin has Chula and has her cousin Bonnie, which oh. Bonnie had like two scenes in the oh. whole show i feel I, like devry jacobs got ripped
1: right i liked i liked bonnie of course mm-hmm. i loved biscuits uh but real quick the moment with Cholula and kingpin in the post office i was like oh you on uh-uh, you are stepping in the wrong direction dude like uh uh-uh.
0: yeah. yeah yeah no chula's gonna own you
1: yeah i was like uh uh-uh like no 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 no. maya's not gonna have it dude Mm -mm. you're you're stepping Mm -mm. yeah he yeah
0: but they've they've got devry jacobs and tantu cardle and they're holding them hostage again i'm really sad that devry jacobs wasn't in the show more because she's awesome i just love her um and echo tells them both to to trust her and they're like okay and then all of a sudden you see every single one of those ancestors that we have huh? met throughout yes. the series flashing through her like one second it moves on to the next down to her mother down to her yes. and then she sticks her hands out and to me that that spiral i always thought it it resembled it was supposed to be chaos but um, it lights up on her hands and she sticks her hands out. So her new power in live action is she's able to echo mm-hmm. her power onto others. I yeah. don't know if it's just her family or those she specifically Chooses. selects maybe, but she's able to echo that that one she is an echo of the generation's past. she echoes her ancestors mm-hmm. but she can also, in turn echo that on to others. So that's kind of super cool. And her Mm -hmm. costume looked dope, including the gold uh Choctaw yes emblazoned piece that snapped onto the front of her prosthetic. That is something a lot of amputees do. Um because we can't get realistic looking prosthetics that actually look like us because the medical system sucks. And prosthetics are considered no different than a pair of crutches and they're a luxury item, and we don't necessarily need them. Okay. Uh, Says so anyway, somebody who
1: doesn't um, have it, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's stupid. yeah.
0: Let me tell you something. You don't live very long when you stop walking. It's it's that's science. Anyway, um, a lot of amputees have stuff like that. You know, you can 3D print armor basically that snaps on and off you can interchange it um but he scully tells her that you represent us wherever you go and you should yes. represent that proudly and she does let's go yeah i love it. it that that was really cool but instead of just straight kicking kingpin's ass she does the healing move on his heart and then oh, on his head i know whoa i again that was really cool, and I like that they reference what happened with his father. Um, was that the boy from the series? Like, was that a clip from the series? I which one are we talking about? Which, which uh, when they're in her head, in his head, and he's remembering the abuse his that went on in his house. Um, I can't remember if that really was from the Netflix series. It I don't was, think they so. I think even it was something new. Tonight,
1: money. If I heard correct, it was something new. Because okay. it was different actors and actresses.
0: Okay. Um, but she, we're not even quite sure what she did to him because he keeps asking her, what did you do? What did you do? And they take him away and like, he still kind of seems like him, but sadder, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like it was rushed how they did that. It was, it was rushed. Uh, it's obvious to me, they cut things out. That's one of the issues I have with the editing is that they were like, okay, okay. Uh, take this out and put that there. Cause they did a lot of reworking over the last year on it. This has been done for a while
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and, and they did, uh, a lot of reworking and they cut things out and that felt I felt that absence, especially in that last moment. Like I feel like something else should have gone on and then boom, you know, healed, be healed. But of course that was a deep cut from children of the eighties right there. What I just said, um, it, it makes sense to me that one, she is an echo of her ancestors. She can echo that power. I think that makes sense. It also makes sense to me that who better to teach others to let go of their pain than a disabled woman who's lived with it her entire life and doesn't know anything different. And I mean, if she can do it, you can do it. All right. So that that made a lot of sense to me. But I just, I felt like that moment was just missing something. It was just missing something for me, but I did think it was cool you know that she was able to do that we st- again we still don't know entirely what she did and i'm feeling like what she did might be a lot more dangerous than she realizes awesome. because of the mid credit scene and what <sighs> we know is going to happen in Spider-Man oh, yeah.
1: 4 yep or anything else that they could be possibly setting up even with well, the or anything else
0: i'm going to tell you exactly what it is so Spoiler warning, here's a scoop for you. Ooh. Um, Spider Man 4 is going to be like Civil War for the street level heroes. Echo. So she will be back. Truth. See? Uh, Echo, Spider Man. Ha. Punisher, Daredevil, Moon Knight. The Defenders. Well, I don't know if they're bringing Danny Rand. I don't know about that one. But I do know they're bringing Jessica Jones back. She is in the Daredevil series. Yes. Um, but for the street level heroes, Spider-Man 4 will be like Civil War. Kingpin is going to be mayor of New York. And he is going to outlaw vigilantes. And he's yep. going to put like a price. Mm-hmm. reward on the heads of Daredevil and Spider-Man. So I'm wondering
1: you know if, to clean up yes whatever
0: i'm wondering if what she has done is removed the only the only voice of doubt he had in his mind the Ooh. only thing that somewhat held him back from going full blast because in that mid credit scene you see vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin sitting on the plane mm-hmm. and he's like oh my god I've had a hard day. Woo, kids, am I right? And he hears the news going on, like, is there anyone else who's actually going to run for mayor who can it felt like they were
1: yeah, referencing, they like a Donald
0: Trump type, like an outsider who didn't who didn't uh feel uh who didn't go along with the establishment who didn't didn't shy away from speaking his mind. A brawler. A bare knuckle brawler. that, And that's what got his attention. And he was like. Make a call. I'm going to run from me. So I think what she might have inadvertently done. Is removed the only voices of, of doubt in his mind. And just put him on this path.
1: Okay. We'll see. Whoopsie we'll see daisies. how this one plays out. It'll be right. it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out.
0: So final score. I love that they they made her Native American community yeah. and ancestors vital to who she is as a person and a superhero because that's exactly how an indigenous woman would be. I hated that they changed the creation story. We don't go around changing Jesus and his apostles. It's not fair to change someone else's belief system for TV just because they're not as popular as your belief system. You know, not as widely known. That just seems rude. Um second for me is love that she's a badass and an amputee and they show that off. Hate mostly that yeah, <laughs> I hate that right out the gate they replaced her with an able-bodied woman and didn't even try to hide it. Um, I love the story that they were going with, but I feel like uh it was kind of rushed together. Mm-hmm. Last, you know, the editing was a little sloppy and rushed together. Um, and so that really ticked that score down for me. All in all, I really, really, really was excited for the show. I needed this show as an amputee woman myself. And as the champion for amputee um, education and visibility as I am, I really wanted this bad but it did fall kind of flat for me. For me, I would give it like a 5 out of 10. It was very mid for me. I feel like they could have done better. It's it just really felt like everything Marvel's been putting out lately it was no secret invasion, thank you dear lord baby. Jesus. They didn't they didn't go that far with it. Um cuz you know, Secret Invasion started off with a real good first Two episodes, and then just kind of went, Wait a minute, is that her arm or is that a baby Drax? What is happening? um But they really seem to suffer from the same problem rewrites after filming and then trying to, you know, repuzzle those pieces. So for me, five out of 10. Will I watch it again? Probably, but I feel like it does have low rewatchability. Because of how it was put together. So. Do better Disney. <laughs> it's all. I'm saying. All right. Let's hear it Nicole.
1: Well. I did like this. This series. I'm. I did. I think again. The one. Big negative. I. Was that scene. When we knew that it was somebody else. And it wasn't her. Or that mm-hmm. they had interchanged her for a stunt woman. Yeah. Um. That was my biggest biggest thing and the first episode was good but it wasn't as good as the others um Mm -hmm. but i will say this i do i love the fact that they have um our main character uh because again for bringing in again more for asl more for everything else that we didn't have before i think it's so so important to have community within community and real not just like somebody else throwing it in there yeah um, it says a lot if you joined me last night and you was abused you know i already got this but i'm going to show it again as i showed it at the beginning of the show when i like something i will go out and do more investigating i will go out and buy other things because i want to know more or i will check mm-hmm. out how- uh danny's past uh comics and cosmetics on echo because she did a really great breakdown and you should totally check it out it's in her vault um and so i even though i've listened to that one i had to go and get this myself and that is echo that says a lot when i want to go read something up that does tell me that i've liked something because if i don't like it i'm not buying more information about a character um so in this case, though, for me, I I'm, I keep going back and forth. Could be like an eight point five. Like, did they have issues? Yes, but yes. that's also me being fair and being honest. Like, uh, so I mm-hmm. liked most of it, but I had a few things. Um. However, I would love to see more of her. I want to see more. I episodes. would love to see I more feel of her. Like her, I I did notice that they had put her on Disney Plus underneath the Defender. so that's why I'm like, okay, I know we're getting more of her. I don't yes, think we're, we're, we're definitely getting, getting that. more
0: of her. Um, I liked the show. It was yeah, that's decent. That's and and Spence said something. Uh, he liked it m- more than most of the Marvel stuff as of recent. But I also and-
1: liked Miss Marvel. See, oh, I love Miss Marvel. I liked Miss
0: Marvel. I felt like Miss Marvel was an excellent way to show us Muslim culture. I loved without doing this, you know. They did a great job with that, ushering
1: in a whole new generation, yes. Uh, which we know is is coming. This is my
0: Echo Bunko. I meant to have her here, but. The day she
1: came in the mail, I freaking cried. You know what I want? I want, so I could have gotten Echo Funko Pop the other day. But you know what I really want to see? Is her in the new Indian costume. The Native American costume that she yes. made. Because I'm the like, book, oh my God, yes. that's badass. Like, that's the one I want. Um,
0: yeah, I want that one too. This is from the Hawkeye series. Yes, I got it last yeah. year. But I was so excited because I have an amputee superhero like i have merch That's for me it and it was so me. exciting for me um but i don't want to get it twisted like i did i did like it you know it was it was decent it was better than secret invasion
1: <laughs> i will but, say i did like this better than secret invasion yes i don't usually rank i'm really bad at ranking but in this case yeah i, I am to watch echo again i mm-hmm. will easily i could re-watch it again um i would yeah. So I like it. I don't know why. It's I just
0: really I wanted more from it. Mm-hmm. I wanted more. I needed it to be more. I think for the very first time to have an amputee actor lead their own show, you needed to knock this out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with <laughs> what I'm doing. I, I don't I don't know. I'm just saying. There were some very simple fixes that brought the meter down for me. And that made me sad. I would like to talk to other amputees and get their their ah. input on it. But uh, for me, I I put it mid. It was mid for me. I'd watched again. It was uh, a decent way to introduce her to people who... Don't really know anything about the MCU and about Marvel. She is coming back. She is a part of the MCU. Don't worry about that. But the series is, is done. The spotlights are just like special little mini series oh to introduce you to somebody and focus on them as a character. I did. I feel like it did the job of us forming an emotional attachment to her. Oh,
1: absolutely. But and her ancestors. Been,
0: and more Oh, you want some scoops on Daredevil Born Again? Okay, well, does everyone know that Foggy and Karen are back? (laughs) So they were going to... um, Yes, it is undergoing a massive, massive rewrite that we've known for a while. They pretty much threw the whole thing out. But the good news is Marvel is actually listening to fans. Uh, When everyone found out that they had killed off Foggy and Karen off screen, (laughs) they were like, what? Like, how could you? So they are bringing back Foggy and Karen. Um, They're bringing them back to Daredevil Born Again. They will be played by Deborah Ann Wool and the kid from Mighty Ducks <laughs> as the actors for those roles. So that's really cool. I've got some other stuff that it's written down on my nerdy news board that I don't want to get up and walk over there and get it because <laughs> I'm wearing my mom pants and I don't want you to see my middle-aged spread. So, um, I have some nerdy news coming out this week, a bunch of stuff on daredevil born again. So make sure you like, and subscribe and hit the notification bell. So yeah. you get it. So you get the scoops, man, mm-hmm. scoops, scoops. But yeah. Um, Foggy Nelson and Karen—they're back, and I'm stoked because I I do—I just—I can't believe you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, no, nobody wants to see that. Trust me, Um, I guarantee you that people would rather pay Ambrose for that than they would see mine. oh my god yes but that is our review of echo nicole gives it about an eight and a half i gave it about a five not the worst but not the best for me i i wish it would have been more but it wasn't but this is what we have so okay (laughs) um i think they should most definitely Credit that stunt woman and just come clean about it and learn their lesson and learn how to use a green ankle brace in the future and motion cap shit. Okay? You do it all the time. What was different this time? I have questions inquiring minds want to know. This is pathetic that this is me sober. (laughs) I don't need drugs or alcohol to be a complete weirdo. (laughs) So... Um, that's all we have for you today guys I want to thank everyone in the chat for sticking this out with us thank you so much thank you for all your support we're up to a thousand and thirty subscribers now and my mind is quite blown (laughs) like when I hear my voice in my head it sounds like this so I'm really amazed that anyone can stand that for more than three seconds thank you very much. Please hit the like button on your way out. If you would like to support the channel, we have several, several options for you to do so. Everything I'm going to tell you, you can find it at comicsandcosmetics.squarespace.com, including information about the Belle Project. If you would like to help me and Academy Award winning makeup artist and designer special effects artist, Brian Sype, bring realism and comfort and health to amputees everywhere, please check out this website. Please go to the Belgium Project. Please help us. Please help me when obi One. you're my only hope. Please definitely check out the Red 5 Network. There are so many different podcasts, channels, content creators for you to choose from that if you're bored, you're doing something wrong, okay? There is some <laughs> something for everyone at the Red 5 Network. Hashtag we look good in red. And so do you. You do. You really do. So check it out. You can get really cool shirts like this one and really cool <laughs> mugs like this one and all kinds of other stuff in 36 Designs. If you go to this link right here and not just, do you get to walk around in like really sweet merch and people are like, oh my God, your shirt says I have to pee. That is so cool. And you know what? So do I. You're also help support the channel and help me keep this nonsense going. So if you do that, thank you. I appreciate you. You're the real, real heroes. And you can also support the channel by joining our Patreon. There are three different tiers starting as low as $3 a month. You get some behind the scenes, some sneak peeks, some outtakes. You can ask me anything. There's some tutorials. Check it out. It's a good time when I remember it exists. And there's also that QR code above the lovely Nicole's head. You can scan that and you can tip me as little or as much as you like. Totally 100% up to you. I will give Tiny some cheese if you tip $5. Tiny gets cheese. Don't deny that cute little face. He loves cheese and he works really hard on this channel. He's got a laptop and he gets tired and throws it and it's a whole thing. Like he's, he's really into the work he does on this channel. Nicole,
1: tell everyone at home where they can find you. Oh, where can they find me? Well, hmm, where do we start? Well, I'm Nicole. Uh, again, one third of used and abused and one half of Peace Love Disney on Facebook. Uh, you can find me as Peace Love Fandoms on Twix, as well as Instagram and TikTok, which I'm rarely on. Um, also, I spearhead the Red 5 Reading Book Club, which comes, actually, we're doing tonight. Actually, I'm so excited because we're currently doing Dark Force Rising. There you go, Spencer. I did oh, it right. Snap. I'm so excited because we're on to uh, volume two of the Heir to the Empire. Uh, so you can find me on Twix underneath the Red 5 Reading. And, of course, part of the Red 5 Network, which I absolutely love because, you know, we're nerd sisters and all that jazz. So, yeah.
0: We have a good time. We do we have a good time and we're there for each other. We're, mm-hmm. we're not just a network. We, we are a family. We, we put up with each other. <laughs> we have are they, are you we watching
1: are. this? Are you crying? Like I am like, yeah. and
0: all our different and unique personalities. That's for sure. For yeah. sure. For sure. But thank you. Every single one of you out there. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful and a wizard day and do not forget to check under your beds tonight because Disney and Kathleen Kennedy are going to get you.